The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to an all new episode of You're Gonna Love Me. It's, of course, me, Katie. And today I have another Katie guest, believe it or not. So I think it's my first other Katie. But today we're going to talk about something very cool, something that I don't know really anything about, something that's new to me and possibly new to the rest of you. But I think it's going to be really, really interesting. My guest today is Katie Lynch, and she is a licensed therapist, but also is an intuitive mindset coach. She can help entrepreneurs just make their lives super successful um, using things like human design. That's something that we can all use. So welcome, Katie, to the podcast. I can't wait to get started on this. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and talk about like something that's made my life (laughs) so much better and like clients' lives so much better. So Thank you for having me, other Katie. (laughs) Well, okay. So before we get into that, just maybe give the peoples out there just a little more background on you and what what you really do and how, you know, you've helped people and how, you know, human design can really be used in people's lives. For sure. So I actually am a licensed therapist. I have been a therapist for 10 years. So I got my graduate degree in 2012. And in the last, like, I would say two years, I started pivoting more into wanting to really help other entrepreneurs with their online businesses, right? I feel like when COVID happened, a lot of people like really moved online. And so I started helping other therapists and coaches and like healers grow. And one of the things that, so grow their businesses, right? And like grow emotionally. So one of the things that I found most helpful for me in growing my own therapy practice and also like coaching business was implementing human design. And so that like is it's based in astrology, but it's a bit more complex in the sense that like, I guess at its most basic level, human design allows you, like when you learn it allows you to be like truly yourself. And I feel like as we grow up, we are so conditioned by the world to be an act in a way that's actually not according to our true selves. So when you actually figure out your unique design profile and everyone has a different one, I feel like you can just, to me, it feels like this like deep relief, right? You're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I haven't been doing like life wrong or like everything that has felt kind of challenging for me makes sense. And that a lot of our things that I have found to be the stuff we struggle with actually ends up being like our biggest gifts. I like to call it like coming home to the self that has always been there, but I feel like we've buried a little bit. And so how that helps therapists and like mentors and coaches, I feel like everything gets easier in your life once you really know who you are and what you're doing and how things work best for you. Got long-winded answer. <laughs> no. So how is human design different from, you know, your astrology chart, like what your, you know, sun sign is, your rising, your moon, and how is it different from like an Enneagram that all relate to you 
personally and how you operate and move through the world? How, how is human design different? Yeah. So human design incorporates all of those things. So like it, not all of them, it incorporates your sun sign, your moon sign, your North node, your South node. It's all in there. Cause it's all based on your birth time. So I like to call it like astrology, like on steroids and it's just more complex. Right. And so I think astrology is still pretty complex. (laughs) It is. And I like, don't even get a lot of it, but so like on your human design body graph, which is what it looks like. If you pull it up, it's, it has every single like planet, right? So you can learn really unique things about yourself, like based on your moon or based on your Jupiter or based on your Pluto or based on your sun in a way where I feel like you know, when you look up, oh, I'm an Aquarius and I have my rising in Leo or whatever, it's really cool, but it doesn't necessarily give you like so much insight where I feel like the human design chart does. And I find that the human design chart also really helps with like energy in a way of figuring out how to best use, use yourself, like the way you, like you're supposed to be working. Right. So like I found that astrology can give a lot of insight, but this one is just like, oh, like everything makes sense in a way that I didn't know it possibly could. So it's more of a streamlined, this is how you can actually operate and not so like woo-woo type. Yeah, (laughs) no, and it's true. And it is woo-woo and it's also like more practical. So like, I think like the easiest way to describe it is like, it's like a manual or a map that shows you that like how unique you are is like exactly how you're supposed to be. Right. And that any of like the shame that we've picked up or any of the, Oh, I'm not as fast as her, or I'm not as like strong. It's like, you're actually exactly where you're supposed to be and doing exactly what you're supposed to doing. And when, and it like can provide you with like, in some ways, some guidance. Right. So whenever I'm feeling like funky about something, I'm like, well, am I kind of going against what my like chart says? And it's not like I use my chart as like, this is like the Bible or, you know, not (laughs) like that. It's just more like, (laughs) how can this help me like kind of realign and recenter, which is like super grounding for me personally. Is there similar to like an astrology where there's, you know, 12 signs and you can be combinations based on, you know, rising moon. Is there a limited, like, is, is there a set yeah. number so, of things that you could be or? Yeah. So there is, and there's not. So there's like five different energy types. So every single person in the world right now, you could be one of those five. And so, but within those five, there's a lot of different like expressions of what that looks like. Right. So for example, I'm a projector. And so that's like 20% of the population. So 20% of like the world is a projector, but as a projector, you could be an emotional projector or a splenic projector and, and everybody is unique and different. And so there will be parts of me that like, oh, like I have a defined set, like I have a defined sacral or an undefined sacral. And so to answer your question, (laughs) There's a, like, you can be one of five and then also under those five, it's like super expansive. Okay. So, 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 much to, info. so to find out that someone is a projector, the same way you find out someone's a Gemini, you can't like be like, Oh, 
I figured no, you, you out. Can. Oh, you can't. <laughs> you okay. totally can. Okay. And in like the spiritual world, people do that. They're like, oh, she's a projector. So she's X, Y, and Z. Or, oh, she's a manifesting generator. So she's X, Y, and Z. <laughs> okay. So that still totally exists. All right. We got to take just a short break. So single people, you have given your married friends so much. We're talking wedding gifts, engagement gifts, baby gifts, bridal shower gifts, everything in between, right? Well, now it's time for you to collect. And Visible has teamed up with the Match Group or the people behind Tinder, Match, OkCupid, Plenty of Fish, and other dating apps to create a gift registry for singles. After all, Visible is the wireless service built for singles with single line plans as low as $25 a month. You can build your registry at visiblesinglesregistry.com and the first thousand people to build a registry get a free gift. So we're talking gifts on gifts on gifts, right? And now thanks to Visible, single people can finally get the gifts they deserve as well as a single line wireless with unlimited data, talk, text, and hotspot to live that single life to the fullest. And we're talking these gifts are tailored specifically for single life, like a foldable kayak for one person or, you know, wine glass that can hold a whole bottle of wine. Really living the best life out here, you know? Uh, So build your registry at visiblesinglesregistry.com. Okay, let's get back to the show. What's up, everyone? I'm Sheena Shea. You may know me from nine seasons of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules, but I'm here to tell you about my podcast called Shenanigans. We talk about everything from reality TV, pop culture, relationships, parenting, and invite you to join the conversations with Q&A sessions where nothing is off the table. There's so much more I want to share with you. Thanks for listening and make sure to subscribe to Shenanigans to stay up to date with new episodes every Friday. Can you kind of take us through the different types and like what they typically look like? Yes. Okay. Yes, I totally will. Okay. So I will, I guess I'll start with projector because I just said that one. I am a projector and projectors are 20% of the population. And we're kind of seen as like the guides and the healers and the teachers of the world. So it's like, okay, like I'm kind of in alignment, right? <laughs> like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But we are like more of a visionary type of person, but we also require like a lot of downtime and we don't necessarily like to work a lot. Like we like to work, but we're trying to figure out more like efficient systems to do things. So we're kind of like people who see things that sometimes other people don't see and want to create methods of things to be easier for other people. So our purpose really isn't to like work super hard but it's to help other people who do work hard, make their lives easier. And so in each like one, there's like, when you're not in alignment. So when you're not like living your truth, right. Where projectors are bitter. Like that's our like theme of like, when you're not being yourself, like you're bitter. And when you are being yourself, so when you are in alignment, you feel really successful. And so each category has a not self theme. So like not in alignment, and a self theme, which is like, in when you're in alignment, so you, you, Katie are a generator. And so 
generators, when they are in alignment, feel really satisfied. So you feel like things are just going well in your life, whatever that means, whatever satisfied means for you. And when you are not satisfied, when you are not in alignment, there's a lot of frustration, right? Whether that's Mm -hmm. like with work or relationships or family, it's like, there's that underlying, like frustrated piece of you and generators are amazing. So they are like seven, 60 or 70% of the population. But a generator is somebody who is like, you, you all are the happiest when you are doing the things that light you up. Right. So like, you cannot be like forced to do things that don't feel good for you because you'll get burnt out super quick. (laughs) Right. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Y'all actually like, like to work, but you like to work on the things that only bring you like a lot of joy right. That you have to be in like your ultimate, like desire. So there y'all are seen as like the life force. Right. So you, and the really cool thing about being a generator is like just being around you when you are in your alignment, you're magnetic. Right. So people come into your life and they want to be around you and learn from you and hang out with you because you're like an embodied joy when you're doing the things that make you really happy. Um, and they, I know, which is like, I mean, they're all really, really beautiful, truly when like people are following their design, I have found. And like a really cool thing about generators is like an easy way to figure out, like if something doesn't feel good for you is to ask yourself like yes or no questions, because I have found that generators have a harder time with like a broad question. But like, if you're like, do you want to get sushi or pizza? That's a lot easier for y'all to do. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. So like you're and you'll you'll have this like sacral instinct, right? So most a lot of generators are like run by their like sacral chakra, which is your like desire and pleasure and joy center. And I can tell when a generator is not in alignment when they're like not in joy at all. So I think for a lot of people, learning their like design and chart is like coming back to like your most like joyful self and how to get rid of all the clutter in your life that takes you out of the joy. Right. So it's not easy. Right. (laughs) But like, but I have found that once people, especially generators and manifesting generators, when they stop saying yes to the things that they don't want to say yes to their life starts to open up a lot. Yeah. I want to, come back to more about what, what mine is and ask some mm-hmm. more questions, but what are, what are the other, the other ones? Yeah. yeah. So there's manifesting generators. So they're part generator, but part manifester, and they are very expansive. They are not linear thinkers and they kind of have like the biggest engine. They have a lot of ideas, a lot of energy, and they want to like go, 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 but also really, really need to be doing things that also light them up. And so a lot of that is similar to, honestly, it's similar to all of them, but manifesting generators are just like not linear thinkers and like cannot kind of be told what to do. (laughs) Like they feel like very limited by like life's conditioning. And then the other two are reflectors. And that is like the 1% of the population. So it's super, super rare. And they are people who reflects the world back to other people. So they're kind of like typically like healers or very spiritual beings and they they like to help. And they let us know like how we are doing like society-wise. So 
a lot of their energy is through like they, they would take in the energy of others and can reflect back to them, like what's happening. So they're typically pretty like empathic and intuitive. And then the last one is a manifester and there's like 8% of the population. And they are people who are kind of like here to like get shit done, right? They're like very expansive. They're leaders. They're naturally kind of big personalities. Like when a manifestor walks in the room, you can kind of feel their energy. You probably like have friends like that where you just like, they walk into a room and you know that they're there. And they're different from a manifestor generator. They are, they're different. Yeah. And so they're similar in the sense that like they both are big visionaries with like lots of ideas, but the manifestor does not have that like energy motor that the generator has. Like generators have a lot of energy when they are doing the things that they love. So that's a super abridged version of each of them. (laughs) Yeah. But there's so much that I could be here for like three days talking to you about it. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I want to, Maybe the best way to kind of like give more of a a look into it is to talk about, because you did, you looked into mine. Yeah. I so did. as a generator. Yes. So you're a generator. You are a six, three emotional generator. And so I will just go into what that means. All right. <laughs> so like I said before, generator is like, you like to be busy and active and, but you like to be busy and active through things that bring joy, right? Things that you are going to want to do career-wise in your life are going to be the things that feel really fun and exciting for you. Mm-hmm. And so as a emotional generator, an emotional means that's the way you make decisions, right? So what I, I'm also an emotional, I make decisions emotionally. What that means is like, we are typically feeling like a thousand feelings all day long, right? So we are not people who are like, just like (laughs) pretty calm and cool all day. (laughs) We like are happy and then sad and then anxious and then angry. (laughs) And then like, and we're supposed to be that way, but we, I feel like we, most of us grew up feeling like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? Like I must have anxiety and depression and I must have, and we may, right. But like, (laughs) yeah, but we are actually supposed to feel all of that. But we are not supposed to make decisions when we are in our like highs and lows. We are like only supposed to make decisions when we feel like very clear and really calm. Because like they say, when emotions run high, logic runs low. So yeah. not and, wise. And I have like intuition too, right? Like when I'm hyper emotional, I feel like disconnected from my intuition. And that's like, I feel like the secret, like the key, right? To making any decision is like, what does my gut say? You know, but us emotional people and like, we're all emotional people for the purposes of this conversation, people who make decisions with their emotional solar plexus, we are supposed to like sleep on our big choices, right? So we think that we know the answer immediately. We actually don't. We're in one of our like highs or lows, you know? Right. But when we have big decisions, we are supposed to like take a few days on them. So that's what it means to be an emotional an emotional generator. And as a six, three, that's your profile type. So the six is interesting because it's like this kind of inherent role model. Like people probably have come to you for advice and wisdom and feedback most of your life. Yes. And you're also a three, which means you also have had to make like 
Like you couldn't just listen to your mom or dad to tell you to do something. You had to go figure it out the hard way, (laughs) right? So like you may have received advice about anything in your life and you had to do it. You had to do it anyways, right? Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So the six, three is often don't go together, which is interesting to find out about you because like the six, three, the six person is like this inherent leader, like a natural role model. And then the three is somebody who also has to do a lot of trial and error, right? Give advice, but don't take it. (laughs) (laughs) Give advice, but like, I have to do whatever I want, (laughs) which is super funny. And as a six, we go through like three life stages. So I think you're in your thirties, right? So you're in your second life stage where like things are supposed to start like refining and getting a bit easier, right? So like zero to like 30, life was probably pretty chaotic, right? Like whether that was like relationships or work or career or whatever, yeah. that's where like a lot of the trial and error happened. Mm-hmm. And between like 30 and 50, your life is supposed to get like easier. <laughs> and then like 50 plus, we're supposed to be like flying high, yeah. like living the best life ever. All right. We're going to take a short, short break. So one time I got these jeans and the moment I put them on, it was just love at first wear. they're like my comfort jeans. But <laughs> I think we all have those things where they just, they're, they're just like our go-to. They just fit perfectly every time. Well, for Third Love, that is their 24-7 classic t-shirt bra. And this is their number one bra for a reason because it's designed to fit and form your body because every detail has been made with ultimate comfort in mind. I'm talking it's got ultra thin memory foam cups to give your boobs comfort and support. It has lug straps that are never going to slip and it's so smoothing. It looks invisible no matter what you wear. And the best part, It comes in cups A through I, including Third Love's inclusive half cups. Something I really, truly love about Third Love's from the minute I went onto their site is their fitting room quiz because it is so hard to figure out what size bra you wear. Let me tell you, this is why I've had a love-hate relationship with bras for so long until now because our boobs are not all one size fits all when it comes to bras, you know? So there's a fitting room quiz really focuses on size, breast shape, current fit issues you're having, and just your personal style. So you're going to really find a bra that you're going to be obsessed with and love and want to wear all day long and then get every single color that they have in it. Trust me true story. It's happened to me. (laughs) And it's the perfect fit promise. So you're going to love it guaranteed. If not, exchanges and returns are free for 60 days. We love that. So feeling really is believing. So give your boobs a 24-7 comfort and support they deserve. Upgrade your bra today and get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash love me. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash love me. Okay. Back to the podcast. I mean, it's funny because yeah, I got my astrological chart done and Mm -hmm. it was, she was just like very much like you aren't supposed to be where you're at in career wise, relationship wise until like a little bit later in your life. So like if, you, if you haven't felt settled, if you haven't felt fulfilled yet, it's because you're not supposed to yet. Yeah, no, it's true. Right. And I have found that like, if you did like, you know, like a full like chart reading like this, it would be like, Oh, 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 like just like a lot of relief, you okay. know? Yeah. That's to me what like human design has always given me. What's cool about human design is like, it's set up through like, like a chakra system, right? So like head and like neck and neck is not the word, 
like throat, throat, like all so. these things. Yes. I'm like our neck <laughs> <laughs> throat. And then it's your, <laughs> it's like our belief systems are right here. And then it's throat and then it's identity center and then solar plexus, like emotion, there's sacral, there's root, there's our will center. And most of yours are defined. So what that means is in our chart, there's either like brown or white. And so your brown centers are the ones where we like have the most consistent energy, right? Where things come a little bit more naturally to us. Mm -hmm. And I'll like show this to you, like when we finish so that, you know, like kind of what I'm talking about, but the white centers are the ones where we're more susceptible to conditioning, where we are taking in more from other people. So for you specifically, you take in other people's energy more in your G center where your is your identity. So like love and direction center and your other one, which is your throat center. It doesn't mean there's anything bad about having like brown or white. Like it's all good. It's just, where are you more susceptible to feeling other people's feelings? Hmm. Right. So as like, when you have an open G, which is what you have an open identity center, it's probably really easy for you to pick up on the feelings of like, it's really easy for you to identify with other people, like to really feel their feelings. Right. Yeah. I empathize very, very mm-hmm. much with other people and like can really like mm-hmm. take on other people's and you're meant to. Right. And it, but it's also probably can be like, I find that sometimes people who are doing that, it's like, am I still like coming back home to myself and taking care of myself too? Right. Cause it's so easy to empathize. It's so easy to make that other person. You're like the center, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But it doesn't mean like you can't, right. It doesn't mean that you like cannot put your needs first and matter too. It's just, it feels really easy to feel how other people are feeling. Right. Yeah. So how do I, how do I use this six, three emotional generator in my life? Like what are the practices that you can use to like be in alignment? So I have found that for generators in general to get you more in alignment is to make sure that you are constantly taking inventory of how things are feeling in your life and getting rid of the no's. Right. So for a generator, if it's not a hell yes feeling, it's a no. Mm -hmm. Right. So if there is a podcast opportunity and you feel like you should do it, but don't really want to do it, that's your body saying no. Right. If your friends are like, let's go out and you're like, no, I really want to stay in. It's a no. Right. So these things actually help us get more in alignment so that we can see like the gifts that the universe is dropping in front of us, which is hard to do when things are feeling like kind of cluttered. Right. So what I tell like my clients, whether they're like business clients or coaching clients, it's like, where in your life are you saying yes, where you actually mean to say no, right? Like, where are you people pleasing? Where are your boundaries not strong, right? Because those are the ways that you do feel like more you. And so as a six, three, right? Like you have all this inherent wisdom and we often have wisdom that we don't know why we have it. We just know stuff, (laughs) right? (laughs) Like, we're like, it's not that we're like, you know, like geniuses. I mean, I think we are, but like, like, am I 
better than everyone? <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, it's like, I know being a six makes me feel like that. I'm like, I yeah. just see things differently than people, no. right? And it's funny because it's like, we can see stuff for other people, but I have a really hard time like seeing it within myself, right? right. Fully, yes. So yeah. I'm like, I can tell you everything that's going on with you. But like, when it comes to me, I'm like, um, where do I start? <laughs> yeah. Fully. Like what is happening over here? The like emotional wise, it's real like making decisions. It's really like getting calm and quiet, right? Like not listening to what people are saying. It's like, what is my inner voice saying around these big and or small decisions that you've been ignoring or that you are afraid to make, or maybe in the past have made too quickly, right? So can I get real with myself about the fact that I can be impulsive, right? Or that I can be hyper-emotional and that these aren't bad things, even though we've kind of been conditioned to think that they're not so great, <laughs> right? Right. So I think a lot about like learning your human design is to figure out that most of all of these things are strengths. It's, it's like, how do I use this in a way that like helps me like every day? You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to tell you like really two cool things about your chart though. Okay. So on our chart, it like go, like you see the planets, right? And our first planet on the left side is the sun, which is our like purpose. And so your unconscious purpose is like called the maestro, which is like all about music, right? And so I know it's like the coolest thing ever. Oh, so I'm going to read it. I know. I'm going to read it to you. So your unconscious son. So the unconscious meaning like, you know, this like deep in your soul, but you may not necessarily be acting on it. Right. And I'll tell you what your conscious one is too. So from, from the maestro's perspective. So from Katie's perspective, everything is experienced as music. She establishes or challenges values, responsibilities, and regulations that govern the preservation and well-being of the community and her intuition lets her know what balance and harmony looks like in any situation. So that's kind of like a little like excerpt of what that means, right? So in some way in your life, at some point, likely music will be part of your purpose and like path, which I think is super beautiful because just from knowing a little bit about you, right? Like I know that that is important to you, you know? Yes. 100%. I mean, love, like I'm not a musician myself, but it music does speak to my soul. Yourself, sure. right? Yeah. yeah, like to your core essence, probably of the self. Mm-hmm. And so I also did your Pluto and our Pluto is the thing that we struggle with the most, it's right? Been, Pluto's been on my son for okay. like, uh, it's been, I know that. And it's, well, I'm about to tell you that. So like our Pluto is the thing that like, is kind of always going to be like the thing that we, I wouldn't say are struggling with, but are always working with, like coming to terms with. So like wherever Pluto is in your design is a dark place within you that you eventually meet. So if you have been going through it, it's kind of like a lot of surrendering, right? It's like knowing that we can't control stuff. So, so I'll explain to you yours. So yours is called like the daredevil. Right. So what this means is you will not allow anyone to stop you from finding and living your purpose and joy. Right. So likely your Pluto is coming up more frequently or more resonant lately. Right. Especially if you said your son is there right now, Mm -hmm. it just means that this archetype, you have learned to embrace 
struggle and enjoy the challenge, but you are also ready to take more risks so that you can find your joy and purpose again. Right. Yeah. I think that's (laughs) very clear with recent with your, well, yeah, with everything that's going on. Right. Yeah. And it requires surrendering into your deepest fears and in being reborn as who you truly are. So what I think is obviously it's beautiful but it's also like that thing that we keep coming back to that we are actually like allowed to be that person, right? We are mm-hmm. allowed to be this person and we are allowed to struggle. And ultimately you're allowed to put yourself first. Right. Yeah. After like likely 30 some years of conditioning of like people's needs matter more than my own. Right. <laughs> Which I think most of us can relate to feeling like that to some extent. That's wild. <laughs> I know it is. All right, we got to pause for a moment. And I have a question for you. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's because it's a business scam out to get you. Well, don't let greedy corporations pocket your money and download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or just simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. I am obsessed with Truebill. Bill, let me tell you, it has empowered me to save more money, spend less and see everything and take back control of my financial life. I love it because it also has kind of learned my habits, my spending habits. So when there's a high charge on a credit card, it'll let me know. And then I can say like, no, that's just me. (laughs) It's all good. But it can really help you see where you're spending money, see where you can save. You can set a monthly budget so you know exactly how much you've spent so far, how much you have left. You can understand your credit score. I mean, we're talking hardcore adulting people. You really need this app. Becca L even said, hands down, the best financial app I've discovered. In my first week, I opened up 187 dollars and unused recurring subscriptions. I'm obsessed. I never want to manage finances without Truebill. And I feel you, Becca L, because neither do I. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash love me. Go right now, Truebill.com slash love me. It could save you thousands a year. It's Truebill.com slash love me. All right, back to the show how can human design play into how we, you know, view ourselves or view our relationships and people around us? I mean, does that have a lot of effect on that or is it just mostly about our own energy? I think it's all of the above. For me, that human design has been the biggest relief, right? It was like, oh, like I'm not lazy. Oh, like I'm not X, Y, and Z. Like it makes sense that I don't want to work all day. It makes sense that I like to be alone a lot. It makes sense that like, like it makes sense. Like I'm not broken. Right. Right. And then with like relationships, learning, like, let's say like what my husband was and what my children are and what my friends are. It's like, I see them to me in a more like a whole way. Like I get you better now. And I feel like I understand you more deeply. 
I wouldn't say like, oh, it's hard to be friends with people who are not like you. I don't think that at all. To me, I can understand like, oh, she's in a manifesting generator. She's have more energy than me. She's faster. She doesn't think in the same way that I do, or, oh, she's, you know, a generator. She does have more of this like natural magnetism, right? Like versus we're all the same. We should all be doing the same thing. We should all get married at the same time. We should all have the same type of businesses. Like, and I found it helps me recognize it's okay to not only be different, but like, it's okay to like outgrow friendships. It's okay to outgrow relationships. And it's okay to pivot in your career a hundred times, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I think it's given me and, and people around me, like permission to be the self, (laughs) right? Before the self was like, you should be this way. And that way doesn't necessarily feel good. You know? Right. Well, yeah, because I think when people are trying to find ways to love and accept thyself a little bit more, sometimes people think that's on a surface level, on a on a vanity level, and not really fully truly understanding how you operate as a person and really the things that you want and setting boundaries. And that's something that I've learned so much more as I've gotten older, just that how crucial and critical that is. Right. And that's life. not mean. Right. Like, I don't know about you, but I grew up feeling like it's mean to like set a boundary or it's unkind or it's harsh. And what I have found and you've probably found is like when I'm setting a boundary with somebody, it's because I care about them. Like I want them in my life more, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But some people I I don't recognize that. And I don't know if it's because they don't do it themselves or they don't recognize that that's what you're doing. Or I don't know if it's maybe you're just not doing it correctly, (laughs) but it's probably like a whole lot of things. But I would say like people who have a hard time accepting boundaries are always the people who are in most need of the boundary I have found. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like if they don't accept it, like a big part of that for me, like there's like kind of, it's awkward and there's like some weird grief in it, but it's also like, I don't have to make them change. Like I just, I change, right? Like I don't let that energy infiltrate me anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. So if that means like closing a door or if that means recognizing that they don't respect me as much as I thought that they did, right? Like how do I make myself happier and more, energetic and more joyful if that person doesn't respect my boundary. And it usually means that they don't deserve to have access to me, (laughs) right. Or the same access, you know? Yeah. Protecting energy. Mm -hmm. Protecting energy, like at all costs to me, I feel like inner peace over everything, you know, even like long-term friendships, like, and it doesn't mean that that's an easy thing to do, right. Or long-term relationships, but it means like, if I'm not good in myself, like likely nothing else will feel that good either. You know? Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, and that's so important too, like when, with relationships, you know, especially romantic or intimate relationships that if you aren't feeling that, that good, yeah. that, that inner peace, everything like that, then, then it's probably like, it's a ripple, you know? Yeah. It's, it, it's going to not make that relationship good. It's, I mean, I guess it's that, that quotes, like, if you don't love yourself, how's anyone else going to love you? But I mean, it's, it's, that's true. And I feel like that to a really large extent. And I feel like if we don't put ourselves first, no one, no one's about to do that. You know, like it is my job to put me first. Yeah. Right. And, and when I start to do that, I also like 
it feels like we set an example that it's okay to do that. You yeah. know? And well, I think some people are afraid of being selfish, but I don't think this is what selfish looks like. No. And I actually feel like we need to be more selfish all the time, <laughs> like in a positive way, like, especially women, I feel like we are so socialized to put other people's needs first and like be small and not take up space and all this stuff. But it's like, for me, I've tried to like change that word from selfish to be like self-full. Like what would that look like if I did put myself first? Right. Like, what does that even mean? You know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I find, and I'm not like trying to make gross generalizations, but I have found that men have an easier time putting their needs first, right? Like putting themselves <laughs> first, you know? <laughs> right? 100%, yes. And, it's like, <laughs> and, and part of me felt like, you know, kind of bitter around that and like, who do you think you are type of vibes. And now I've, I've tried to move into like, well, how can you do that too, mm-hmm. right? Like if that obviously triggers you that he's putting his knees first, like <laughs> what is that trigger trying to teach you? <laughs> And so can you also like, what does it look like to put Katie first? You know, and it works for both of us because we're both Katie, (laughs) right? Yes. Like, what does that look like? You know? Yeah. And that's, that's become a huge priority to me. So this, I'm this, that's why I'm really excited about this human design to really kind of use that as a big tool in my life. How can people, if people want to find out what their design is, how can they do that? So there are a lot of different websites, like free websites you can use. I got certified through Jenna Zoe, but her website is called myhumandesign.com. Okay. And I prefer that app and website to everything. I think it's like the most user-friendly and like just the best one. And there's also like on Instagram, it's the same handle, like myhumandesign. And it's just like so enlightening. <laughs> like once you find out yourself, then you're like, oh, I want to know all my friends and I want to know my spouse and I want to know my kids. And you're like, it makes sense that X, Y, and Z. And I have just found that it can offer so much like peace and relief, you know, be like, I am on my timeline. I am not wrong. I am not broken. I am not slow. Like things are happening like kind of in divine timing. If I let them, you know, it just feels good to believe that. I fully agree. And I think everyone should do it. Also, I think everyone should follow you on Instagram too, because that's how I came to meet you because you post a lot of really great, thoughtful insight to a lot of, a lot of different things and going, you know, on with. Thank you. Everything, (laughs) whether it's, whether it's stuff to do with self-love or cancel culture or every, everything. I think. No, I feel like, so I used to like, talk so much about body image and stuff. I used Mm -hmm. to really, and I think that that's how we connected. And I still talk about that sometimes, but yeah, I just like that Instagram is just kind of like, I am just going to say what I'm thinking today. (laughs) And it feels good to, to let myself, you know, but it's great insight. It's very thought provoking. And so it's, what is, let everyone know what your Instagram is and where they can, yeah, Instagram website where everyone can find you if they want to know more. So my name is Katie with a C. So C-A-T-I-E Lynch, L-I-N-C Lynch therapy. And that's where I exist. I like hang out on Instagram and you can find any of the other info like through that. So I'll just leave that one. 
Awesome. Thank you, Katie. No, thank you so much for doing this. Okay. I, I know I, I told you about rage text of the day. So we're going to end this with the rage text of the day. So who or what would you like to send your rage text to Katie? Okay. So I have two little babies. I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. They're both amazing. I'm just going to say that. Cause like, I'm not a shitty mom. I want <laughs> to get it out there. My four and a half year old wakes up every day before six o'clock in the morning. That is too early for me. Yeah. I want to say that it's fine. If your kids wake up earlier and it doesn't bother you, I don't like it. And she comes in with like candy and is like, <laughs> open it. And I'm, and I'm like, and I'm like, Ellen, like we are not having fruit snacks right now. Like it is five 45 and then leaves the room. We have these like kind of like motorized little cars that they drive around and just starts zooming in the house for the next hour, chasing our cats. So love you so much, Ellen, but rage text goes to you calm down <laughs> and stay in your bed until seven. <laughs> she has no idea. So she didn't have anything to get up for stay in bed literally I know I'm like do you know how nice it is to like lay here (laughs) yes oh my god well thank you again so much this has been amazing and everyone go find out what your design is thank you thank you you. thanks and everyone else love you until next time bye thank you so much for listening please make sure to subscribe leave a rating and review follow along on social at music kills kate and tune in next week for an all new episode